All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Intro. Real life. That's not the intro. <laughs> Liam, it's all falling apart. Nobody's here except me and you and Gavin and Wyatt from here. What's going on? Hang on. Right. I'll find this intro. You know Wait. what? Where's the piss on him? There it is. You guys heard this I'm yet? Tyler, your Remchuk, here mm. to tell you I'm fucking disgusting, bro. And I generally yeah. stink like piss because I just, I don't wash my hands. I piss on them. I piss on them. I piss on them. Oh, there's nation real life. Full of piss. Dupont taking the piss. I, I piss on them. I actually piss all over myself. Like, yeah. The hands are in the problem. Wow. Piss on them. Piss on them. Oh, oh, somebody drinking their own urine is totally plausible. You can find a way to mix in a pee jar. Full of piss on them. Sometimes I don't even take it out. I just go. I don't wash my hands. I piss on them. Piss on them. So long. There you go. <laughs> Meat watcher with the real life intro. I usually tend to listen to this podcast while I'm at the gym. And as I was like starting on the treadmill, that came on as soon as I was like, wow, this is interesting. Get a little chocolate. Yeah, I was like, is wow, a little chocolate. Like, what am I listening to? Is that you bragging that you go to the gym? Yeah, did no, rear flex, like, flex, no, yeah. flex, man. I, I go for like an hour. Oh, <laughs> hour I go for an hour, maybe two, maybe three, four times a day. I, I gotta get my whatever. steps in somehow. <laughs> Real life podcast Monday episode, bag milk here. No one else showed up. That's just the answer. Tyler, mm. Jay, they're in Nashville. So we had to recruit Liam. You are already on the schedule to produce. I was scheduled to be on this show as the unofficial sixth member. Typically. <laughs> Nobody else showed up though. No. Chalmers gone. He goes, Oh, is there a podcast today? Yep. Every Monday has been <laughs> for the last three years. Gavin's in Waz is in. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to get a little bit of silliness going. It's just fun to have the boys in, you know, different look. It's a different cast. Bring you behind the scenes a little bit. So when Tyler leaves to go on the road, he tends to take most of our equipment. Yep. Would you say? Mm -hmm. This time, I will give him credit. 
we discussed what was being taken. This yes. Time. So that was big. That is big. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's an upgrade in the process. Mm-hmm. It typically doesn't happen. I just show up and I'm like, okay, this is what I have to work with today. It seems so, like something always goes wrong. Nobody's gone every time. hundred percent. Right? Every oh, time. Yeah. So this time around, <laughs> there was a discussion to be had. Tyler took the equipment. We knew what we had here. Yet the camera we have that we are filming with, if you see some clips today and they look janky mm-hmm. because the camera does not fit on the tripod we have in the studio. Yes. It needs a, a screw in part, which is just not here. We Plus, just don't have it. our camera expert also wasn't here. Kennedy. Yes. Kennedy would normally have a solution for this. She is in Vancouver seeing one of the one direction kids, I believe. Zane. I, I, I saw no, it's Nile. I saw. <laughs> is it really? It's Nile. Yeah. God, I saw on awesome. her Instagram story that she was at the airport. I'm like, she also going to Nashville? Like, who? Who's going? <laughs> no, so was. everyone's uh, taking a, a plane. Going to see Nile. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Nile, we've got Tomlinson. How you say his name? We've nope. got the camera sitting on a better late than never promotional candy box. Is what it looks like. <laughs> yep. Balanced on top of Liam's wallet, pointed at the boys on the couch. It's getting a job done though. Uh, luckily, the wallet is is thin. Yeah, you keep it tight in there, huh? Yeah, there's not a lot going on in there. Just a couple of cards, a couple of gift cards, ID. You carry gift cards around with you all the time? I have my Starbucks gift card, which, you know, you can refuel. Why don't you just put that, get the Starbucks app on your phone, transfer that to your phone, and it's always with you. Do a little Apple Pay thing. What if if my phone dies? And you need a coffee? And I need a coffee. What Uh, am I supposed to do? Table center have turned. You have a gift card. Has that ever happened to you? No, but (laughs) you can't trust technology. Let me ask you a question. Okay. What's the lowest you'll go on a charge on your, like normal circumstances. We're not saying like you're out and about mm-hmm. and you don't have a charger. You're home. You look at your phone. It is at what percent you go plug it in. Honestly, I plug it in at every opportunity I can because <laughs> I no love for I battery. It's good for the battery. I definitely is not. Good. It's no. no, it's not. But when I first got the phone, yeah. I would let it die. But then it just got to the point where it's like, okay, well, I've been like, you've been in that scenario where you're out on white Ave or like wherever you yes. are and you're like, crap, my phone's at 5%. I need mm. to get home. And then you start booking your Uber. And next thing you know, you're at 1%. Yep. And next thing you know, you're just waiting on the side of white Ave, not knowing what Uber you're waiting for. <laughs> just stay in that exact spot. Cause your phone has yeah. died. And that has happened to me before. Honestly, whenever I go out, I bring in a, a battery charger or port. I don't have those, po- <laughs> I don't have those kind of pockets. So yeah, I, keeping the wall that that too, but I hate having that in my pocket. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. And you got but, cables sticking out of your pocket. Yeah. I guess if like you're me, like always trying to grab content, but big content guy. Yeah. Not yeah. me. What are you grabbing? No, me I'm charging not, that phone. My, man, my friends call me psychopath. I'll let it get down to four or five That's percent cool. before I run to a charger. Every single time my girlfriend hands me a phone and says, Can you put this on the charger? I know what it's at because it's always at one percent. <laughs> she lives life's incredibly That's life in the fast lane. That's all it is. She'll too. know it's at one percent and just be on it and then leave. And then like go out with the phone still at one percent. She's like, comes on. My phone died. Wow, who who would have thought? Let me ask you guys a question. Last night, I went to the Edmonton Elks game. They lost to the Toronto Argo, uh, the Argos. It was their 19th consecutive home loss. But who's counting? I was standing in line for a beer. I was in one of the 1260 sections. So I had the cheap tickets. It was down on the end. It was cool. Sun was out. Mm-hmm. Weather was great. Had it was a, a great blast. Evening. It was a great yeah. night for a football game. So I'm standing there at, in line, just having a beer. Um, and the game was on TSN, or I guess it was like between quarters it was on TSN. And they were just talking about it. Mm. The 19 consecutive losses the Elks have at home at Commonwealth Stadium is putting them in the conversation all time in pro sports That's for disgusting. most consecutive home losses. 
I saw this on, it showed it on the, on the screen as well on the TV, obviously, but like some of the teams that are in there are like teams that play every night. Yeah. Like they're all like MLB, NBA. And I think it was an NFL in team there, maybe or something like yeah. that. And it's like the Elks. But this is this, <laughs> this now this losing streak is a span. What? Three years. They've never won a game as the Elks at Commonwealth. So when did they do that name change? That was during the pandemic, I think. So like three and a half years ago now? Yeah. Four years so maybe? I think it might've been four years because yeah. they had the season, which didn't exist. Right. So then I think that's when it happened too. So every time I go, I think tonight's the night and it literally never so is. June 1st, 2021, the team officially okay. changes name to the Edmonton Elks. They have not won at home in that time. What a curse, man. And like Chris Jones, if you bring it up to him, he gets mad, mad. Oh, yeah. really? He, he like, why did he so get mad it. though? I, he just says, oh, it's not a big deal. We got to look past. We're on to next week. It's on not a big week. deal. But it, it gets to that <laughs> point, man. Like you got to win at home. They've won seven games yeah. as the Elks. I believe is well, the now. Uh, I saw a tweet and it was like, who's going to win a Commonwealth first? The Oilers oh, or the Elks? <laughs> no, yeah. well, that's actually, yeah. I it's a fair that. question. It is. Mm-hmm. Canada really men's is. soccer has won more games at Commonwealth than the Elks have. Which is, and they've played ooh. that twice. Canada soccer is going bankrupt. What a Yeah, that's man. a bad thing too. I was trying to find out how many people were there last night? Because it's hard to tell when you're at Commonwealth, been, right? And on TV, I was watching at home mm-hmm. and I was like, man, it looks empty. Is 20,000 seem like too many. I was hard to tell because like there's they're scattered everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But like I'm trying to I was trying to Google it quickly and I can't I think find it'd be it. less than 20k. I don't think they put it out there. They did 32,000 for the opener, which was the most yeah. for a home opener in a decade. Okay. Yeah. That last was night though by the riders massively too. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And the and they and their riders fans travel well too. <laughs> yes. But last night though, I'm looking around, I'm like, I have no idea. Is a third of this place full? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough, but like you, we save hockey too, right? Like, oh, how are these Southern teams going to get yeah. fans? It's like, well, win. Yeah. Just yeah, win, win games. Like, no, that's I, exactly I like, actually really like going to the Elks games. But another thing that's grinding my gears about it this season is they just don't play on Saturdays or Fridays. All the games are on Sundays. Really? They have, really? they have three Saturday home games this season. It's mm, weird. And I feel like in the past, they always played on Friday and Saturdays because I specifically vaguely Friday remember. Friday night football. Yeah, yep. Friday night football going, and then you get pissed drunk with your friends, and then you go wherever you got to go. Which is what I did last night. Yeah. I'm not feeling my friends. On a Sunday. Today. Now you're here on a Monday. Yeah. But I th- I think their first Saturday home game isn't until like the end of July, like July 29th. That's right. I'm, I'm which is just brutal planning by this it. team. Like, I get it. Like, I saw a tweet last night. It's not about growing the game in Edmonton. I think everyone wants to go. It's about bringing people back and giving them like a reason to be there. Like last night was nineties night. Was there anything? Yeah. They had some activations like okay. uh, twisted Twee was giving out some big Hulk Hogan sunglasses. We were oh, all wearing sweet. those and I was having fun and like Ryder from play one Oh seven. He's the host, the in-game mm-hmm. host. And he was all decked out and they were playing nineties music. Like it was to the point where I'm like, man, I haven't heard this song in forever. And then I was just like, Oh, it's nineties night. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> Why don't you just change the uniforms or something too? Like the Argonauts are 150 year anniversary this year, which is crazy for a sports team. They've yeah. literally, they're literally older than the Grey Cup, which is nuts. And they have these retro uniforms. Like the Elks couldn't do that for like one night just yeah. to try and like boost things up a little bit. I think bit. we discussed it though too. You just have to win. Yeah, to the winning win a is home, a right? part of it. Well, let well, me ask you a question. Look, when was the last time you went? Like I said, it was about six years for me last night. It was the I, first time. I went to one last year. I usually go to one a year. My dad loves to go. Uh, so I go with my dad. So I covered a game for school last year, but last time I paid for a ticket and went to the Elks game five, six years ago now. Cause when I was at, when I was going to Nate, 
Yeah. They had college corner was still the thing. Yes. So you could get, I think it was like five or $10 tickets. You were sitting up there, but it didn't matter. You were just going there and hanging out. Yeah, and the vibe was great because a bunch of people were there to, yeah. you know, it was Friday night or whatever. And you were having drinks. What was the last time you were there was um, when our buddy, uh, Chris Labossier offered us free tickets to the nation and I just grabbed them. Oh, so, but like you haven't paid for tickets. I don't think that. I've ever paid for a ticket. Cause I remember back in middle school, you'd always get like a free ticket or like back in elementary, they give the like kids like a free ticket to go, go to a game. They weren't great seats, but like that was the last time before that. I, so. I, I went to two games last year and if, I'm sorry. Yeah. So one of them, I went in a limo with all my friends. Nice. We thought nice. that was always awesome. the best. We, it was cheaper to buy a limo than two Ubers. So we got the yeah, limo. The limo doves flying out. It was magical. It was, it was awesome. Actually, when we got out, I played the Avengers soundtrack as loud as I could. <laughs> nice. So we were stepping out of the thing. Yeah, yeah, you got it. it was amazing. But we didn't have tickets. So we got there and just assumed that we could just buy tickets. And you could, but they were like a hundred bucks. And it's like, I, I had like specifically asked, like, can I have your cheapest ticket? Like, yeah, a hundred bucks. And I was like, where are these? She's like, she's like second tier right at the back. I'm like what? What? Like wow. you can buy them at Sobeys for like 20. Yeah. I thought the that they were much more reasonable. Yeah. That. No, apparently if you buy them like through the actual Alex, they're not as reasonable as it may seem. I'm on this website, ticket center. It says high demand event, Edmonton Elks, their next home game, July 13th. It's on a Thursday. I might actually go to that one. And then they got um, <laughs> BC Lions at uh, Commonwealth on a Saturday, July 29th. Is that the only Saturdays you can find? Um, yeah, July. And then there's one in October. Uh, Saturday, September 9th, Stampeders are in town. And then October 14th, 2 p.m., uh, Montreal. So you're not getting a lot of Saturdays, though? No. No. Three and two of them are in fall. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, that was out. part of the nice thing about yesterday was just sitting in the sun and having a beer and just kind of existing. It was the first qu- half was fun. Yeah, yeah. It they was were only so down, by down by one. See, after that's what I liked half. about SC Hamilton games when they existed. Actually, because you could just sit in the sun, have a beer, and chill, and they were kind of cheap. But the team was not great. Yeah, the well, the Elks are definitely <laughs> yeah, the, Elks, all, the yeah. Elks are just not good. So last night on Twitter, I was curious. I was like, when was the last time you've gone to an Elks game? And I found it interesting that there's a lot of people that like me were just, I haven't been in six years. The last one I went to was in 2019. Others were like Liam. It's like, I try to go once a year, maybe. But it doesn't seem like, at least based on this informal polling I did last night on Twitter, that it's a very, very hot commodity for people right now. Well, even the, so you were at the game back milk, the guy, the quarterback that came in and fumbled immediately, Yep, got pulled right after. And then I just refused to go back in for a short yardage play. And today he got released. Oh, wow. So like the cult, like what's the player culture like too? It just yeah. seems like yeah. an absolute disaster going it's on. It's like, there. what do you mean refused to he go just, back in? Yeah, <laughs> I just said, hey, I'm yeah. done. They've but been- then the other guy came in and, and that last play of the game, we got absolutely crushed, mm. but like managed to like get a touchdown. It's like, I think that's what people want is like mm-hmm. a fighting spirit. At least we yes. literally have the fight song that goes on in the game. Yep. And then you watch some of the plays and it's just like, ah, oh, like, do these plays even care? But then that guy comes in and like taking hit after hit after hit and like making play after play after play. And it's like, okay, well, at least there's some spirit going on on the field yeah. a lot. And I think fans would appreciate to see that. Well, and to me, you know, I was having a good time just because I was there just for something to do. Mm-hmm. But like, I do want to give them credit, like the interactions with little kids that they do at the Elks mm-hmm. games is fantastic. Little kids go and they're getting footballs thrown to them. Like those little foamy footballs or whatever. That's really cool. But <laughs> if you're going to have to pay a hundred dollars to <laughs> yeah, go to a game that is most certainly 
not worth a loss. Get yeah. more value. Than yeah, Pennsylvania is a loss for sure. But I, I got on the field. So, so me and my friend, it's, this is a lesson for you youngsters here. <laughs> Even though Waz is older than you. I think he's six months younger than me. Yeah. Um, so I just got to act confident in certain situations. Sure. So there was me and my nine friends and there was the kids go on the field after the game and we were like, okay, well, let's see if we can get on the field. So we go down and my one friend stupidly like requested to the, to the security guard, if we could go on the field. And she was like, obviously said no. So, okay. So we just started walking out to the next guy and I just walked past him first. I was like, Hey, and he goes, hello. And we all just, <laughs> nine of us walked by yeah. right onto the field. Security, not very high there for some things too. So if you want to get on the field, it's very simple. It's very hit and miss. Yeah. forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> exactly. That's one of those That's things though, where if you're walking with convictions, you can do most things. I feel like yeah, million I've had this plan with my buddies. It's been going on in our group chat for years now where my goal in life is to steal an ice maker from a hotel. Mm. That is a lofty one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the ice is immaculate Uh comes out heavily. Yes. There's a ton of ice there. Let's say we're having a nation summer event, maybe a little barbecue for the staff. Pull that thing out. We've all got cold drinks. No, yeah, nobody's worried about the ice. So my plan is, if you go in there and coveralls and maybe come up with a fake purchase order, you could walk that thing right out the front door. No questions asked. I am yeah. convinced that I, you could do it. I think you could because I think people are too are not confident enough to call you out on it. Well, that's just it. That's it. The person at the front desk probably doesn't care. No, and I'm just Definitely. like, ah, it's purchase order. This is for Jim. They're like, oh, okay. I'm like, the ice maker's broken. The uh, the, that one? I'm like, yep, we're just going to pick it up. We'll be right back. <laughs> Bring it back so. in a couple of days. Okay, here's a copy of the purchase order. You put that down, a little Photoshopping. What's the craziest thing you would try and confidently steal? I guess a nice ice maker. maker is up there. It's big. <laughs> yeah. Anything? I have no idea, honestly. The c- Was is too honestly. Yeah. I think trying to get into like the lower area of like a concert would be like a I do thing. that all the time. I love it. If you're I, in the seats. We did Nation Vacation to Vegas. Right three right before the pandemic and we were in there and we used to go up in the flight deck. That's like we're at the end where it's an all inclusive thing. You get your beers are covered. Your food is covered. Part of it is pretty cool. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to drink $12 beers all night long and you can't stop me. Mm. Problem is you can't see anything because it's standing room. So that's why this past year we went in the seats. Anyway, my point is I was looking up around the top of the thing in Vegas. I'm like, what are all those candles up there? I wonder so me and former nation producer, his name is Jared, not sales guy, Jared, different Jared. Different Jared. We went on the hunt to find where those candles were. Turns out we ended up in some kind of lounge. And then I broke into the Jack Daniels lounge in the lower bowl. Mm. I waited for someone to come out and then I ninja'd my way in. Yeah. You know I mean, slimy stuff. Swiggle your way through. I also broke into in Vegas at T-Mobile. I got into a child's 10th birthday in a oh, suite. Okay. Nice. They were all wearing Oilers jerseys. So I popped in. I'm like, hey, I'm a Oilers fan too. Yeah. <laughs> so they welcomed us. We had a beer in there at a child's birthday. The one other time I managed to do this was at, at BVJ hmm. where I am. Um, so my friend's dad worked for the Edmonton Sun and he was able to get his free tickets to like the VIP area. But they that was more for the camping and the actual shows. But a couple of my friends were in there already, but a few of us didn't have the VIP passes. So I managed to like literally maneuver my way like through this like bag check security. I like get all the way through with no pass, just being like, oh, my dad's in there. 
And they're like, oh, okay. And they just like let like three of my friends all the way through and we got front row to, it was Florida Georgia line. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations is up on this one, but back in the day, they never really used to check your cars all that well at BBJ. Mm -hmm. We would get four or five of us in trunks of cars. Yep. And just ride on through. There was a guy I knew who would take a trailer and they would buy like two tickets and there'd be two of them in the seats. And then when they got to BVJ, everyone would hide in the cupboards. Sure. Yeah. And then they would like open a door so you nobody was there. And then you just get in and you like you and it's your 10 friends, you split two tickets. Once upon a time, they in. used to have like this. And I haven't been in for years. I used to go in high school all the time. So we're talking like early 2000s. Back then there was just like this very low wood fence as you were going past the gated part. Yes. And there would just be like security doing their security thing. And then old bag mug would just be like, up I go over the fence and I'm in. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta find the gaps. BVJ was <laughs> a lot of fun. A war zone. Don't steal people. I think that's the lesson. <laughs> we yes. I remember I, my first year at BVJ was an adventure. So my mom's friend got me tickets and we stayed in family and which was supposed to be the quiet area. Not really. Yeah, not, sure. And none of it was really quiet. And we came back and my tent was literally turned inside out. <laughs> it was just pouring with rain. It was like, this place is an absolute disaster. And some of the things you see, like just cops playing beer pong throughout the day. Yeah, and at BBJ? Like, yeah. And then like handing, uh, they obviously went drinking while they were shooting and then just handing the beers. So he's like, incredibly drunk people. Yep. And it's like, that's people in various stages illegal. of uh disrobe. Yes. <laughs> various stages. <laughs> I remember one year this two, we did this couple of years in a row. My two friends wore these shirts being like, have you seen this man? And it was a guy who wasn't on the trip with us. You lived in Vancouver and he had his face in it. He was like, if you see him, call this number <laughs> all night for like literally the whole weekend. <laughs> so you got endless calls <laughs> and and then the next year we did it to a guy that was there and we just put these posters around like if you see this man like like tap him on the shoulder or something like that it was something stupid and literally all day this guy was just getting so annoyed leave me alone people just kept hitting him and everything it was it was ruthless but BBJ to be young place. Liam yes to, to be, be young I was Gavin again if you are heading out to Big Valley Jamboree this summer I encourage you to pack a bunch of Will Hog beef jerky was. Mm. So I'm a whim the other day. Did you? Did you yeah. grab something? No. no, uh, no. You're supposed to say yes. So, this oh, is sorry, a paid sorry, ad. I would have. You always say flavor, yes. But was, very, did you buy something at West? Yes. See, there, we there we go. go. Very delicious. Talking. What flavor? They only have one was. That's all you need. <laughs> Beef jerky. <laughs> there you go. There the you beef go. jerky, they got the garlic sausages though, also. Oh, okay, that's always good. Come that's on. Always a good time. Leduc, Spruce Grove, and as like Waz said, West Edmonton Mall. You want some beef jerky, get on in there. Or if you just want to check it out, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. So I good. guarantee you will love it. The best road trip snack by far. Without question. Do you know the, the cool thing about them at B, uh, uh, BVJ? Uh, um, <laughs> West Ed now, though, is. The Will fact that, jerky? Yes. Is the fact they have these massive signs everywhere. Yeah. They are literally taking over them all. Giant like banners. I think they're, they're, I think they're by it. the Disney store. Right outside the Disney store, I think, is that the little kiosk. Store. I don't think the Disney store is there anymore. Pardon? I think they shut down. The Disney, how how are we in this world <laughs> where Disney doesn't have no a store? No one loves fun anymore, man. You're yeah. Sure. You're, the telling Disney me, gone. you're telling me no one showed up for this podcast. It's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Now we're all just ordering podcasts online and not showing up to the studio where they're actually made. (laughs) You know, wants to make them. Everyone wants to listen to them. We might as well change the gears a little bit here, boys. Tonight is the NHL awards. 
there in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. Of course, our man, Connor McDavid, he's nominated for a handful of things. Stuart Skinner nominated for the Calder Trophy. I find it interesting and weird that the Oilers have never had a Calder winner. Nooch for Calder. I made a video for him in 2012, I guess that would have been, to win the Calder Trophy. Mm. He did not win. That was Landeskog, right? Landeskog won it. Uh, Nuge did not play enough games. Right. McDavid also did not win because he didn't play enough games. Panarin won. Panarin, he was like 26. Yeah. Taylor Hall. For our friends at Betway, was. We're going to go through some of these award winners. We're just going to put our bets on who we think is winning. Some of them are easier than others. Some of them are foregone conclusions. Others, it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts. Hart Trophy, I think we can all agree Connor McDavid is taking that home. That'll be his third. Are the odds still available? Because the odds for the first overall pick on Betway are there, <laughs> but there are just no odds because it's like, it's kind of wasting your money. Well, even if they were, like, they got to be like minus 10,000 or that, something. You know that's what, what that like the Victor Banyama was on Betway. It was minus 10,000. There's also someone put 10K on that and he won like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Are there odds for like, it's just like, wins why a win, do guess, that risk? Because there's a yeah. the teeny tiny chance. Something may happen. Are there odds for like Matt Faye Michkov? Yes, to go for oh, yes. I think, yeah, and it's like over under like four and a half. Mm-hmm. It was actually. Sorry, before we go through, do you remember a few years ago in the, it was the NFL draft when Laramie Tunzel was supposed to go first overall? Yeah, I was at that draft when and, that video dropped. And his stepdad released a video of him yeah. ripping a bong I was, for a I was physically <laughs> at the draft in Chicago when that video was released. And remember, we were all watching How far on the big screen. He went, to, he went 13th. He yep. was supposed to go first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember we were Just all talking rip, draft. Right? Oh, it was, it was a big one. Yeah, and I was just, right beside the panel when this video dropped and we're like, what is going on? <laughs> I love that. It was, it was a gas mask. Was it his stepdad or his uncle or something? His like uncle. I yeah. And yeah, just, yeah. and literally just in this gas mask and he just pulls and it off. see smoke going everywhere. everywhere. That's so good. This Special NFL athlete right there. Yeah. Uh, to answer the question though, Dream we do kids. not have odds on tonight's awards, only next year's awards. Oh, maybe we can look at some of those, but we also got some draft odds. If you're looking to bet, provided that you're 19 plus and can do so responsibly, Betway still got some draft odds for what's coming up on Wednesday and Thursday. Mm. Go check those out. But for the night, the, uh, the awards tonight, boys, I'm just going to ask you pretend that Betway has odds on them. Connor McDavid winning the heart. I'm going to put that at minus 10,000. You taking that Gavin? Yeah, man, I'm it's, it's locked in, man. Like I don't see anyone else who can beat McDavid for that award. McDavid was all locked up. Who are the other nominees? Uh, Pasternak and Matt Kachuk. Right. Yeah. McDavid for sure. This one's interesting to me. Adam Fox, Eric Carlson, Kale McCarr, all, all nominated for the Norris trophy, which is given annually to the best defenseman in the NHL is voted by the professional hockey writers association was Adam um, Fox, Eric Carlson, Kale McCarr. I'll go Eric Carlson. Once too I think easy. you have to, yeah. right? Yeah. Like a hundred point. They do point love points. For don't they? Mm-hmm. Like, they love points. I think it's, you have to give it to Carlson. I, I wish there was like a defensive defenseman award. Cause I feel like this award just goes to whoever scores the most points. I'm surprised I, they haven't yeah. added that. Yeah. Yet, yeah. Actually. Yeah, but then there'd be the argument of like, why do you cut it off? Yeah, and what is, For what sure. do you consider a defensive defenseman? Does that preclude like, you know, Adam Fox is reasonably solid defensively yeah. that he cannot win that because he's also in the conversation for the other one. I don't know. Yeah. And this, I, and this would be Carlson's second Norris trophies. I think he won in so 2015. I think this will be a lot closer than maybe it's assumed to be. I remember Frank was on Owen every day a while ago towards the end of the regular season when Tyler and I were doing our predictions and he said that like a lot of people are kind of voting for Adam Fox on this because Carlson simply does not play defense. Yeah. He's a terrible defender. 
And there, there was just like the effort that he had this season. I don't think he plays on the penalty kill. He's like a third and a half forward. Yeah, For pretty sure. much. And he's he was like minus this season. <laughs> wasn't he? Wasn't I mean, San Jose was terrible though. They but he's got a hundred points too. Like I just, I will yeah, never I think he forget. One hundred and one points on the year. I will never forget when the Oilers beat San Jose in overtime. And it was a crazy game when the Germans were here and Carlson's effort on when Dawson oh. scored in overtime. It was like, he uh, was a man that exists. Yeah. He was on the ice as a body. He finished, finished minus 26 this season. Oh, better than minus Hell yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hey, better which Norris trophy is, which Norris trophy winner is going to win the green jacket. All right, <laughs> let's go next award boys. I have got the Ted Lindsay. You've got Eric Carlson, Connor McDavid, David Pasternak as your nominees. I'm going to go ahead and assume that Connor's going to take that one home. Connor yep. McDavid. I bet Pasternak gets some votes. Probably. Because that's sure. the player's yeah. one, right? That's the player's yeah. yeah. one. Well, I mean, Carlson probably gets some votes for that too. Honestly. I, I, I honestly don't think you would. I honestly don't understand, and I say this every year, so I'll say it again today. I don't understand why we make a bigger deal of the Hart Trophy than we do of the Ted Lindsay Trophy, given that it's the players that vote on the Ted Lindsay Trophy. Yeah. I yeah. think that one is way more important than the Hart Trophy. Which trophy's bigger in terms of size? Maybe. In terms of its actual mass? Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe that's... Pro- I, it's probably the Hart, but... It <laughs> I don't know, Oz. You're going to have to Google that yeah, one. Yeah, it's a, a, I, it should be the... The Ted Lindsay should be. If well, I was a player, I'd rather actually, that one too. It's kind of funny when you look at after when all, all the votes are released, especially for the heart, and you see like guys from like Pittsburgh who who didn't put like Connor McDavid as their first place vote. Yeah. It's like, whoa, wow, that's nonsense. <laughs> yes. We have a handful of uh, voting members within our uh, within our network was, and I like to make sure to badger them when voting goes. We- like Ryan Pike, I was blowing his phone up every other day. <laughs> Did you vote for Connor? Did you vote for Connor? Did you vote for Connor? Do you remember the race last year? Because Matthews won last year, yeah, right? Yeah, But there was like nine guys. Yeah. There was like Matthews, Gaudreau, Huberdeau, McDavid, Dreisaitl. Well, and the funny thing was- Whoever else it was. McDavid ran away with the points totals again last yes. year, like he always does. And it's just like, oh, well, Connor, well, Matthews scored 60. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It truly was. Next up, gentlemen, for our friends at Betway, we are looking at the NHL awards that take place tonight at Bridgestone Arena, the Calder Memorial Trophy, given to the best rookie in the league. I think Maddie Beneers is going to win it, but Stuart Skinner should win it. Yes, I'm biased. Hear me out, Kevin. The Oilers do not make the playoffs without Stuart mm. Skinner. I don't think Maddie Beneers was that important to the Seattle Kraken as Stuart Skinner was to the Edmonton Oilers. That said, it is for the best rookie, not the most important rookie. And therefore, I think Stuart Skinner will not win, even though he should. Exactly. And Beneers, he was so inconsistent in the second half of the season, too, right? And I'm going for Stu because I got Stu at like plus 900. I Yeah, right around January. So I'm all in for Stu as well. I agree. Should be Stu. I think it'll be Beneers just because of like how good he was for Seattle, I guess. And, you know, he was the best rookie, not the most important. But like, I think Stu will get second without a doubt. Jack Adams trophy for the best coach. I find this one interesting. And again, I'm biased. I get that. So if you're listening, it's going bag milk only wants Oilers and all the awards. Yes, I yes. do. Well, damn yes. right. Jack Adams award. Woody didn't even get a sniff on this one. Yeah. Dave Haxtall, Seattle makes sense. Jim Montgomery devils makes or uh, Bruins makes sense. Lindy Ruff also makes sense. Maybe there's not room for, for Woody in there. I get it. Who is your pick Gavin for the best coach in the national? You got to give to Jimmy, man, the best regular season to date for the Boston Bruins. And in the whole NHL, I think Montgomery has this one locked up. Wouldn't it be interesting though, if they voted after playoffs were over. Yeah. yeah. Would that have no any kidding. effect on what the Jack Adams would do? I think so. I think so. Cause like how do you measure success winning a Stanley cup, right? Or at least having success in the playoffs. I'm right. Su- I'm also surprised Vegas is coached and got a nomination. I think it was a lot of nominees this year. Yeah. What, who were the three against Montgomery? Dave Haxtell, Seattle, Jim Montgomery, Bruins and Lindy Ruff in New Jersey. 
you got to remember too, like Lindy Ruff was here. His name chanted along with yeah, fire. fire Lindy, Fire <laughs> yeah. Lindy, and then like, it turned into Sorry Lindy. Yeah, like two games. <laughs> they won like a season. ten game win streak or something like that. It's been crazy. Devils were fun. It, it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I might give it to. I mean, it's hard not to give it to the Bruins guy, especially yeah. with the stuff he's gone through personally as well. Yep. But I like the Lindy Ruff one because of that point of like people thought he was going to get fired at some point this season. I wish that they had like the same version of these awards, but let the fans vote on it. I'd be really curious how those go. <laughs> just give me the same nominees even. Yeah, I don't need any extra. I'm just curious how it would play out. Frank Selkie trophy given annually to the forward voted a best to excel in the defensive aspects of the game. As voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association, your nominations are Patrice Bergeron, Nico Heischer, and Mitchell Marner to me, Patrice Bergeron. This is just, they may as well just rename it the Bergeron award. That's what I was going to say. It should be just to be named after him now. It's cool that, it's honestly pretty cool that Mitch Marner's in there, considering how many points he puts up and he's like known to be an offensive player, but he has that defensive aspects to his game too. And yet Leafs fans still hate him. Yeah, for some reason. Fuck do they hate him. On that guy. So I I don't really know enough about it. I think Bergeron's eventually, yes, going to get this award named named after him. Isn't he retire maybe? Bergeron, he might Maybe. Like, There's his swung song. Yeah. You know, wins another one on his way out. Lady Bing trophy given annually to the player voted best to combine sportsmanship, gentlemanly conduct, and ability as voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. For trying to not. Yep. Yeah. I follow. <laughs> Debate over. Yes, I follow Petrangelo. <laughs> awesome. Your nominees are Jack Hughes, Anze Kopitar, Braden Point. I don't care, to be honest, about the Lady Bing. <laughs> I don't care either. I like, really don't care. Ah, what was it? Who was the first one you said? Jack Hughes. I'll vote for him because he's got good hair. Yeah, he does. He's a very good hockey player. I'll vote for him. And I'll what go, about the hair was? That's what I care yeah. about. I'll go Braden Point because he played at Moose Jaw and I know Jay likes Moose Jaw. Jay does love Moose Jaw. Yeah, Sucking up go. to Jay is always a good thing. Mm, so <laughs> yeah, that'd be does big. love Moose Jaw. The general manager of the year award, the Jim Gregory Award. Jim Neal from the Dallas Stars, Don Sweeney from the Bruins, and Bill Zito from the Florida Panthers. This one's interesting to me because what did the Dallas Stars do? What did the, what did Bill <laughs> what Zito did do? do? I guess Bill Zito, but well, he pulled sorry. off that uh, Kachuk trade. True, but they were literally a, a loss away from not making the playoffs. Facts. That's crazy. Yeah. I think Ken Holland should have been in this group. I think Ken Kelly McCrennan should have been in this group. I, yep. I think you could make an argument that maybe all three of those guys should have been changed. I don't know. I guess you can't take out Don Sweeney. Don Sweeney makes sense because the Bruins, yeah. you know, historical season. Yeah. But again, what did the Dallas Stars do? <laughs> <laughs> what did they do? Did they make any uh, big trades? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Think, but they like, had a good season. Like they went to the conference final. Did they win the division? I maybe actually. I, I think they did. We can fact check this. We'll we, move on. King Clancy Memorial team. Trophy given to annually to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice. Your nominees are Michael Backlund, Anders Lee, and Darnell Nurse. Of course, the award winner is Darnell Nurse. Moving on. Let's go, Darnell. Can I make a comment on that? Please. It's crazy, and I get it, that we just shit on Nurse's contract every single day of the week. Not us necessarily, but you know what I mean. And then here he is winning the best community player in the league. (laughs) And he's just like, and every day we just continue. It's like, maybe, you know, we should lay off this guy just a little bit. You have those people on social media who will meme him, especially yesterday when there's that photo of Skinner, Connor, and Nurse. It's like, oh, look at look at uh, Nurse just showing up. Who invited him? It's like, like he, he's, he's won his award. He's, he's <laughs> con- con- contributing a lot to the community and he deserves the respect that he's getting. He's it. just an overall great guy. Yeah, 100%. I'm just, to me, this is just, 
and I'm older than you guys, but it just, this is the new Horkov. Yeah. yeah. Sean Horkov yeah. had like 77 points or something like that. One year signed a big ticket for that time it was five and a half million yeah. bucks. Never really quote unquote played up to it. And people just hammered him for years about it. Well, I remember he was the captain. He was a power play contributor. He was a mentor to like Taylor Hall and Nuge at the time. There was a lot to like about Sean Horkov as a person. Mm-hmm. I'm just, Fucking can't get over the contract. And that's no. Darnell Nurse now in 2023 oh. is the well, poster like, child for it. Like the one jersey that I seen that I absolutely hated was 9.25 and the name bar was million. <laughs> like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, what are you doing? That's it's a waste of money. There was, exactly. There was a thing today too that I saw. And it was one of those tier lists. And it was like ranking the franchise defenseman on everyone's team. And it's like everyone in the bottom group was like Darnell fucking nurse. And it was like below everyone. It's like Man, he was like out of a defenseman. He was like seventh in even points by a defenseman last season. And the reality is, whether you like it or not, I mean, at home now can add a wrinkle into the conversation. Darnell Nurse was the best defenseman on the team. Yeah, yes, he was. Take him off the team, and you're gonna you're going to feel it. I think big time. The fifth most five v five points on the Oilers. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Probably. Well, he was like six in the league. So yeah. yeah. One thing that like, I would love to see Darnell nurse and this isn't meant to be a shot at Cody CC, but like having a partner that settles his game down, like that rumor where I don't think it's ever going to happen, but I love to think it will of Brett Pesci. The yeah. others having interv- uh, interest in Brett Pesci. If you stuck Pesci with nurse, that is a different player completely Big than time. having Cody CC right there. Once well, you like, and what Ekholm did to Bouchard, right? Yeah. Just bringing a huge guy in like that would be awesome for Nurse. Yeah. I, I hate to bring it up, but when you go back to that Winnipeg series in 2021, he played like 60 minutes in that triple OT. 
It's crazy. He did. He certainly did. Uh, Dallas did not win that division this year. So why is he nominated for GM of the year? I don't know. They what finished, did they do? They everyone, second. Everyone listening, let us know, man. The, I don't know what we're yeah. missing here. Colorado, Colorado won, and the, the, <laughs> so they had. They literally had one more win last year than they did this year. They had forty-six wins last season, and this season they had forty-seven. The only difference was they had 14 overtime losses this season. You know what? I'm going to go to that website. I'm going to find it. I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head where it's the GM trade tracker thing. And I'm going to find out what the fuck Jim Nail did. Oh yeah. Time. I always love looking through that one. Especially when you go back to some Oilers GMs. <laughs> so we acquired Nils Lundqvist. Nice. In September 19th of 2020. Oh, this is just isn't updated. <laughs> I was like, he made one trade all year. Come on, man. I guess they got Max Domi. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's just a weird uh, one. Anyway, that was a weird one. Good. I'd like to hear your thoughts on who's going to win all um, the awards. Yes, was. I just saw. Uh, I just read up an article. It says Nils' biggest offseason move was signing head coach Peter DeBoer. All right. All right. Nice. There you have it. Welcome in for the award. That was, that was <laughs> there you have it. If you GM were putting, if you put a couple of shekels on Jim Nils. Winning GM of the year on our friends at Betway. I'd like to hear about it. He inked yes. uh, Mason Marchman, defenseman Colin Miller. That, uh, Mason Marchman yeah. is like one of the biggest busts from the free agency class too, I believe. <laughs> Which is interesting because I was... I wanted him so I wanted bad. Him, I wanted him around here too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's important to admit when we're wrong. Liam. Yeah. You know? But it's also okay to hide away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 31 points in 68 games for Marchman. Nice. <laughs> Good player. Not good enough. The other big news from the weekend I wanted to talk about. Connor McDavid got down on one knee, proposed to Lauren Kyle. Eight years she put wow. in to get that ring. It was a fucking big one. Did you notice an the shape of it? Rock on her finger. It was a. Uh, it was an oil drop. I you, did see. That. I did see that. I also saw the Photoshop Kennedy made very quickly. <laughs> the bio steel sign. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know why Lauren Kyle spends all that time in the gym. She got to get a pump in to lift that yeah, fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, uh, that was funny. So I actually, this can be a, a story for after this, I guess, but I was on a kayak when this happened mm. and I landed, I went to Elk Island. Oh, nice. nice. How was it? It was all, it was, Elk Island is awesome. Elk Island is awesome, but boy, oh boy, kayaking <laughs> is something. Yeah. Um, but I got back and, uh, and I was, my phone was like blowing up with all these notifications. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, um, we literally spoke about it like two weeks ago on, I can't remember if it was this podcast at O&R who predicted who would get engaged first. I, I said sure. David. I posted, of course, it immediately on uh, O-N uh, Instagram. I think it's like one of our most liked posts all year. It's got 15,000 likes. Like, really? Yeah. Check out the insights. See what the impressions um, are on that one. Holy So moly. obviously it reached uh, 97,000 accounts. <laughs> yeah. Impression, it was meant to be. Impressions, 105,000. <laughs> Just for a single photo. It's probably, and like 17,000 post interactions. Like... Like Jesus Christ, and like all the memes coming out after it too, like the McRoyal wedding. Like, <laughs> oh yes. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. I saw the uh, I saw the photoshopped head of like Connor McDavid on Prince William's yes. head. Yes, that was spiced oil. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was big. But the question is, who's the best man? I think it's an obvious answer. No, okay, now we've got a now we've got a conversation to be had. Yes, Scobby's brother. I think it's his brother. But so which which Oilers will be groomsmen? Let me tell you something. Okay. I think legitimately 
the brother's the safe answer. Yes. He's going to be in the, he's going to be a groomsman without doubt. He's a betting favorite. But the ride or die, you get to pick that one. Oh, yeah. You pick your ride or die. You're born with a brother. Who needs that? <laughs> True. That's why I don't have a brother. Right? I don't have a brother either. So. <laughs> Although I was, the, I was the best man at my brother's wedding. <laughs> anyway, I think it's going to be Leon. I, I mean, that's option two yeah. for yeah. sure. You know, Darryl, I like option two. I, I mean, hey, it's one way to I keep it. Connor could be around. number three. Like, or no, what's the brother's name? Cam, Cam, isn't it? Cam. Cam. Cam could be number three in that line. Connor, Leon, Cam. Darnell. Darnell. Darnell's in there, sure. Yep. Connor, Connor Brown. Brown. Connor Brown, yep. future Connor or whatever, yep. <laughs> Probably Schultz. Justin Schultz? <laughs> <laughs> Nick? Wow. Yeah, Nick Schultz. Yeah, Nick Schultz. Oh. He's coming back. Uh, the, Tom Gilbert's in there somewhere. You know Daryl and, and Nuge are locked in for groomsmen, but the big debate is the best man. It is obviously- I think it's going to be Leon. Do you know what, too? <gasps> Go ahead. That's the one thing we haven't considered here is hmm. the maid of honor. Who's likely oh, Celeste Jardin? Now it just come on. I, it's all you know, fitting together. Do yeah. we do? Do we know if Lauren has any siblings of any kind? <laughs> We're not sure. Does she have a sister? I, I don't know. We're not down that What's path. Her birthday, yet. by the way, we, happy or birthday. that girl that's always in her Instagram pictures, Liv Hall. Who's that? I don't know. Rachel not, Dunford, whoever that is. I keep saying that. <laughs> Potential bridesmaids. Either way, this is going to be the Oilers' wedding of of all time. Also, sorry, another wrinkle. Go ahead. Cam McDavid recently got engaged yes. too. Yeah. Double wedding. You don't see that happen. Yeah, no, you don't. I mean, if, I mean, if anyone's going to change things up, it's the future go himself, Connor Listen, McDavid. I like it. I wonder now because I did see Cam McDavid got engaged weeks ago. It yeah, wasn't like it wasn't ago. a crazy long time. How long do you think Connor had to wait to not steal the thunder mm. from his brother? I think. Yeah, I mean, I think the decision gonna, was made. Oh, you had to give it a week at least. They must have known they were both going to do that. You think so? I wonder if Cam raced out to do it first. I, I want, you know, I bet. He's like, listen, Connor, you're yep. first at everything, including first overall in the National Hockey <laughs> I'm League. I'm doing this son. first. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm and Mom and dad don't have a shrine of me in the basement. <laughs> I, uh, I bet Connor, I let Cam have his moment first. He knew what was going to happen. Because they did it in a very nice spot too. I think it was in Europe. Italy. Was it Italy? So. Yeah. I don't know why McDavid Sorry, did it because he was in Nashville like 20 minutes later. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I sent Lauren like, Kyle back to work. He's like, I gotta get <laughs> yeah. on a plane. We gotta uh, pay for this wedding, Lauren. <laughs> obviously I follow some of the players on social and they're they're I mean we do, I guess. And I saw like they were going to the Morgan Wallen concert in Chicago and stuff. So So it was in Chicago? Yes, I believe so. Oh, oh no. Uh, maybe a little deep dish. There you go. Pre and post. I wonder if that's how she found the ring. Oh, With, I just dug it into a big deep dish. <laughs> yes. By the way. Uh, deep dish pizza, delicious. I'm, I'm just going to say something controversial here. I was just going to bring this up. It's more like a lasagna to yeah. than a pizza to me. Yeah. Yeah. It probably is delicious. Nonetheless. Hey, no one's taking that away. I haven't had it. I'm not enough. a fan. I've been to Chicago twice. Not a fan. I might have a lasagna. There's that spot on white. <laughs> that reminds me. <laughs> Maybe it's nice. There's a spot on white app that Chicago deep dish pizza. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's also that, a place called, called Chicago exactly deep that. dish. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, what I'm gonna have for dinner, Liam. Um, I mean, I got well, the little well, potato company <laughs> staring at me. Oh, so good, so good. <laughs> I, do you if know you what? don't know, I got to take you behind the scenes here for on what was that Friday? Yes, Friday. Friday, Kennedy, our graphic designer. You you know her. Familiar seen her look, content. Yeah. You love Kennedy. She rolls into the office with a box. <laughs> Normally she doesn't walk in with a box. So here I am thinking it's more stuff for Tyler to bring to Nashville. <laughs> she opens the box and starts 
popping bags of potatoes everywhere. <laughs> the little potato company. We've got a we've got a backdoor into their into I, their inventory. She just didn't say anything either. She just opened this box, and next thing you know, we all have two bags of potatoes. Yeah, she goes, "Do you lives. want potatoes?" And I go, oh, "Yes, yes." They were great on the barbecue. You had some. Yep. I air fried wow. some last night when Ooh. I got back from the Elks game. Was a little sour cream, bacon bits. Easy. Lovely. So good. It works. I might get the barbecue up and running tonight. Actually, I got to figure out those steaks. <laughs> well, I've first left. of all, one, number one, you got to make sure you got some propane. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's how I get started. I got to get some fuel for this damn thing. A couple of weeks ago, I went and bought all these burgers. I got a few steaks, but now my barbecue just has no gas. And of course, you got a Costco nearby, Shore Park. Costco is a rock throw away. Gas station is also close. I'm one of those tank exchange <laughs> Me guys. Too. I have the tank so I can just do a little switcheroo. My old man, he's very old school. He'll drive around the city looking for the cheapest propane t- prices, which to me doesn't make any logical sense. It's like, um, I'm going to waste hours of yeah. my life to try and find the cheapest propane when I can just go the Safeway across the street from me and just do a little swapper swapper. And really, it's all balancing out with the gas that you use. Exactly. These propane I've tanks. been pushing this for <laughs> arguably years with my old man. <laughs> we'll argue about it. I have something to admit. Go ahead. I've never barbecued oh, okay. in my life. Not once? Not Have once. you stood at one? No. <laughs> really? Try it. You don't even have to turn it on. Just stand at the grill for a little bit and think, wow, this could be good. <laughs> Let me tell you something, though. Yeah. We need to change this. 100%. I agree. I agree. I, I don't feel like a man. I might bring a <laughs> Coleman stove in here. Please. Oh, just yeah. like a camping grill. Bring it with your ice. I want to be able to go to a friend's party, hop on a grill and be that guy flinging burgers to everyone. There's no better feeling. Special. No. And beer in your hand on a summer yeah. day. Beer in your hand. In you got the right flipper now. thing. Maybe even pop on an apron. Oh, a- yes. yes. Apron is like a must for me. Oh, you got to have the apron. Was have you barbecued? Well, I've, I've attempted here and there. He's, he's dabbled. Yeah. I can't believe this. Especially when I was younger. Yeah. But. Why, why do you think it is that you've never barbecued? I don't know. Someone else has always stepped up. I never had had to, I guess. Fair. Me and my, uh, when me and my buddy lived together, we would just, when the sun came out, we would barbecue all the time for each other. It's too hot to cook. I've always wanted to get more into it. We had this, we had this apartment where we were, it wasn't an apartment. What do you call it? Like a suite, I guess. It's like when you have a house, but there's a bottom floor and a top floor. Yeah. The basement suite. But we lived in the top floor. It was weird. So in a house. Yeah. Duplex kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of, but in one. Okay. And we were the top floor and in the summers it was a bajillion degrees. And we just had this little patio. And as soon as you turned the oven on, not only was the oven 400 degrees Celsius, mm. <laughs> so were we. Yeah. So we only had to cook outside and it, it made me more of a man. Every, I love that. I agree with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Every summer when the temperature rises above like 22 degrees, I'm barbecuing. Mm-hmm. You got it. There's something also very, um, I like it. It's satisfying. First time I pulled the barbecue, after the, after the winter, well, I barbecue all winter actually. I do too. But I, uh, when I give it its first good scrub down of the summer and it's sparkly and it's all looking good and the grill's nice and clean and then I have a celebratory beer, come on. And it brings people together. Have you actually heard the recent, the recent rumors of the metal cleaner? I did see that. that. you're not supposed to use anymore. No. It gets stuck me. in your food. So yeah, you, the, the, the metal brush, you're not supposed to use it because then it can get stuck within the barbecue. The, the brush? Like the, the, the brush. Like yeah, the the brush oh, off. so yeah, then the sense, fumes. Yeah. And yep. then, yeah, it yeah. kind of gets into your food. And so what are you supposed to do? Very, I mean, uh, you're supposed to use like a more of like a plastic one, I, th- yeah. I believe. I like using anything but metal. Yeah, yeah, anything but metal. Metal scraper I like to use. Yeah, don't use that. Don't use the brush. Not even that one? But then also, oh, I the feel scraper like might be fine. Scraper's fine, just not a brush. Not a brush. But then I also feel like if it's a plasticky brush that I'm just inhaling plastic. 
But it, you can digest it exactly. a little bit easier ah. than the metal. So I'm, I'm trending shield. closer towards Iron Man then this the, way. Yes, yes. I think it, I'm going to stick with it. the reason you always go off through the metal detector. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know, you know what? This is annoying is I literally just bought a new metal wiry brush like ah. two weeks ago. Where yeah. were you two weeks ago? <laughs> I was yeah. barbecuing. People showed up for the podcast two weeks ago. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Unbelievable. <laughs> have, have you guys kayaked before? I have. Okay. I think I tried. Don't get me started. <laughs> well. Hang on for I our friends at AMA Travel. Go kayaking. Yeah, where are you, you know? kayaking to this? Summer? Why wouldn't you? Anyway, Liam, back to you. So it was my dad's birthday over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And my dad has a canoe. How many trips around the sun for the old boy? At 47. Oh, you got a young dad. Oh, good yeah, number. He wow. is. Uh, he's not too much older than me. No. <laughs> old enough. Oh, old enough, obviously. <laughs> he, was, he was a younger gentleman. Yes. Um, so my parents bought a canoe and for his birthday, they wanted to go on the lake. So we drive up to Elk Island. My sister and her boyfriend have paddle boards and my girlfriend was away this weekend. So I had to bring my, my buddy came with me cause I had a double kayak and we're all, we were going to rent a canoe. So I needed a second. So me and my buddy come and we, we just get this inflatable kayak. I'm like, okay, I hate the water. Like I do not get in the water at all. Give me really? Both. Yeah. Give me both. It's not my thing. It's Can you not swim though? I can swim if I have to. Right. Gotcha. Um, so we blow up this inflatable kayak and the whole time I'm thinking, this doesn't look very safe at all. And then in the back is like capacity, two people, 400 pounds. And combined, we were both probably about 420 combined. You were on the precipice. Oh yeah. yeah. And that was just estimated value. And we get on this thing and immediately just feel like the bottom kind of different, like a little bit more. <laughs> and I'm like rowing around this lake. I'm like, boy, oh boy. And then we didn't know what we were doing. So we're just endlessly spinning around in this mm. damn thing. Yeah. Absolute disaster. Very fun. Caught the sun a little bit. Yeah, you got a little yeah, bronze. But my, my mom and dad obviously have this canoe and they've done it a few times. And they're like in the middle of this lake. And all I can vision is me going to the middle of the lake and thinking like that being it. Yeah, you're just, I'm you're still out there. Going down and just you're spinning, blowing the whistle on your I'm life. Best. Spinning in still. circles. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, Elk Island, great little spot though. Oh, 100%. I love Elk Island. I go fairly often. Nice uh, hiking trails there too. Yeah, I mostly go for the lake. Oh, yeah. And just sit by. I don't go. Especially in the summer. The lake is kind of gross. I'm overdue to go in. I haven't been in a while. Yeah. I do. Golf course is right there too. Mm. It's only nine holes, but it's not the best. Nine holes are fun. What's the best yeah. lake in Alberta, you say? Not Elk Island. I mean, Sylvan's pretty good. Sylvan okay. Lake's awesome. Yeah. I haven't been to too many lakes in a while. Uh, the mountain ones. Is yeah. Walman good? Walman's okay. Yeah. A lot of people boat dirty, there. But... Alberta Beach is fun. Actually, an underrated lake. I know you can't really swim in Alberta Beach anymore, though. Really? Alberta Beach is yeah. kind of grimy. Oh, yeah, like, it, I know I haven't been like, for a few years. Yeah, somewhat their lake. Nice underrated lakes, Wizard Lake. Duke. You got a nice little ice cream. They got a little ice cream shop there too. I think I've been there. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't know. If you're planning a trip around the lakes of Alberta, I recommend you check out our friends (laughs) at AMA Travel. They will help you with whatever you need, whether it's flights or hotels or car rentals, AMA Travel. They've got what you need. Where's Tyler today? He's in Nashville. Where's Jay today? He's also in Nashville. Thanks, AMA Travel. They got him there. You know who else is on the move, boys? Once again, (laughs) our former friend, Taylor Hall was traded today from the Boston Bruins to the Chicago Blackhawks. And all I could think about is my guy doesn't stick anywhere very long, doesn't he? No. So I did a little, I did a little, I dove in. He had six years here in Edmonton, about three and a half, three and three quarters in New Jersey. He's, he got traded to the Arizona Coyotes. 
if you remember oh, yeah. the yeah. lost era of Taylor Hall. Then he had 37 games as a Buffalo Sabre. And then he has since been in Boston before getting traded to Chicago today. He is going to a terrible hockey team. What was the return? I haven't seen the return yet. Uh, is Nick Felino who going is a to pending UFA. Yeah. Going okay. to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then it's Ian Mitchell, former Spruce Grove Saint and Alec regular, mm. whoever that is. I don't know who Alex regular is. Alex Regular played 51 games in Rockford last season. Five goals, 21 points. Former Detroit Red Wing. Uh, from Frank Sarah Valley, he says, no salary retained by Boston. This represents a pure salary dump to clear $6 million off the Bruins books. So do you think they try to retain Tyler Bertuzzi now? Uh, that would be my guess. Yes, yeah. I would assume so as well. I agree. Which is interesting though, right? If you're Taylor yeah. Hall and you go, oh, this guy just came in at the deadline from Detroit and they're picking him over me already. What is it about Taylor Hall that he keeps getting bumped around? I find it really interesting that the guy, he's a good hockey player. He's very no good, doubt yeah. about it, but he just can't seem to stick anywhere. I think it, you kind of just get to a point as a player where it's you just sixth get team already. You, you just get, tired of it. You get wow. moved so many times where you're just like, oh, well, let's just move him. You know, he gets traded all the time. Probably doesn't even have a house anymore. (laughs) Yeah, he's just renting everywhere. So I think that's probably it. But it is crazy to like look at his career. Like first overall pick, he was good in Edmonton. Yeah, sure, very good. Yeah, MVP, New Jersey. Yeah, was on one of the best teams ever in NHL history last season in the Bruins regular season. And now you're going to Chicago Blackhawks. But rumor had like I think it was Chris Johnson that tweeted. So he has this. He had a 16 team no trade list. Yeah. And the Chicago Blackhawks were not on the list. So they didn't even have to talk. So to him. we didn't have to talk yeah. to him. They could just do it so that <laughs> I don't know when he made this list, but hey, you adjust your list, my <laughs> yeah, boy. Like, these lists are like him and his fucking boating license. He just can't <laughs> seem to figure it out. Yeah. He hasn't oh, updated a list since 2012, last time the Blackhawks won. And he's just as that's, that's tough. But I mean like, Hey, like he's going, he's been in this situation before. And now he's just older. Like this is, he was basically kind of a dot, right? Where you go into a team and there's, pretty much nobody to come and help you out. And now it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm the guy, but it makes me think Chicago is just going to move him. You keep 50% on and make $3 million Taylor Hall for two more years. Oh, somebody would buy that. Oh, big time. Somebody would buy that and they would pay a lot for it. I'd be excited to watch Bedard and Hall together though. I would too. The interesting thing about that was, is that at least Chicago is not doing what the Oilers did in the sense that they're bringing in a skilled veteran who can play with Connor Bedard. And we're not talking about, I don't even remember who the fuck was on that team at the time, like Benoit Pouliot. 2010 (laughs) Oilers. Yeah. Hit me. Here we go. Let's go. So the top Eberle, Hall, Gagne, Hemsky, Dustin Penner. Yeah, Ryan Jones, Linus Omark, Liam Reddick. Oh, the Ginger Ninja. Uh, Timo Hardikainen. Some of these Uh, defensemen here I totally forgot about, like a Jim Vandermeer. Colin Fraser. Assisted on Neverly's goal. So the thing about this Oilers team, this was the first Oilers team I ever cheered for. Mm. What did they do to me? How did I stick around for so long? It's a fair question. (laughs) I think mine was the the year before Hall is when I really started getting into hockey. It's a fair question that brings us back to our Elks conversation that we started the podcast with. What are you doing? What have you done for me lately? (laughs) Oh man. So yeah, the happy Boolin. This team is actually crazy to think like, what did they finish with that season? They were terrible. They, they finished they with Nugent Hopkins last. is what they finished with. I think second last. <laughs> yes. They finished with Ryan 25 and something. He's had it right there at the top. Oh, is it? Good yeah. Lord. 25 and 45 and 12. Oh, there it is. 
Not bad. 25, 45, and 12. Yep. Pretty good. Yep. Taylor. I want to finish dead last. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it all set up to yeah. for us to get Connor McDavid now. Well, I mean, Hall it had an eventful time in that rookie year. He got into a fight, and then a couple years later, he took a skate to the face. Who did he fight? Oh, Derek Dorsett. Yeah. yeah Dorset. And he got suspended. Did he not for kneeing uh, Kyle Clutterbuck? Kyle Clutterbuck. Yep. That was one of the best knees I've seen in quite yeah, some time. that was a big one. Yep. And then, like Waz said, uh, Corey Potter stepped on his face. Yes. <laughs> that was just a wild circumstance. Would you ever take him back? Sure. Yes, I would. I, 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 so. yes, I would 100% yeah. would. And yeah. I think it's like 100%. at this stage in his career, he's a 30 year old man, 31 year old man. Yes. He's not the kid that he's we traded now. away. He's married. Yeah. He's a veteran. He probably at some point would love to play on a team for more than two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 100%. And, and the comments that we usually get on social when you know Taylor Hall's brought up is like, Oh, he's a cancer in the locker room, this and that, you know, he's just bad teammate. Like, I don't know, maybe the guy's matured a lot. I, I never really dug into well, that. Well, for sure he has. Yeah. For sure he has. I also so. love when people do that and they have never spoken to him, met him, right? or been never anywhere near his locker room once. I mean, when you look at that team. I don't know. I would love to have Halsey <laughs> back. He was my favorite player growing up, but so maybe it's a bias for me to say, but Same. I would take him back in a heartbeat. I, I would honestly, if we can make the money work in some capacity, it'd be awesome to see play with um Nuge again and half retained he would make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars more than Warren Fogel. Oh jeez. <laughs> wow. Pick your boys and yeah, folks. No <laughs> it just depends if the money works and depends where the weather's at, right? So. Speaking of Warren Fogel. Jason Gregor, uh, Gregor the intern, as we call him. Mm-hmm. People were very confused by <laughs> Actually, that. Actually, I think I, th- I think really, yeah. What I they saw. They were like, "He's not an intern. It's Jason Gregor." And they're like, "No, no, no, no. That no, is he's an, an intern. intern." But then there was other people like, "Damn, this intern has a lot of information." <laughs> <Speaking> <laughs> this intern knows his shit. Yeah. Speaking of Gregor, I saw him at O'Burns the other day on Saturday. Nice. <laughs> Exposing his spots. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This is very random. Yeah, like, Jason Gregor? Why don't you dox him next? You want to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drop his Addy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Jason Gregerson is, uh, he wrote a little update article from Nashville. Uh, he's talking about potentially trading Warren Fogel if a Kyler Yamamoto trade doesn't come together. Also talking about Philip Broberg. And this is what I wanted to ask That's you guys. I got into an argument on better late than never with Presto. Yes. He is one of the listeners that calls in and leaves messages all the time. And we kind of got into a debate about who is more impactful on the Edmonton Oilers, which I know I'm right. I know you're (laughs) Ryan Nugent Hopkins or potentially Philip Broberg. It's not really a debate at all. So let me just say Philip Broberg. That's right. (laughs) I actually would be completely open to trading Philip Broberg because as Gregor says in his article, he needs to play. Yep. Yeah. He's not going to get a whole lot better playing four, five, six, seven minutes a night. Definitely not. And we've seen that. What could you get if you package Broberg with something else? Because his name is still going to mean something to someone. Yeah. You've got Nurse. You've got Ekholm. You've got Kulak. He is not better than any of those three. No. No, he's not. Uh, Today on the live show too, they were kind of unsure 100% what... Like they basically said like you couldn't just trade Broberg and get a really good return. It would have to be like Broberg and something mm-hmm. to get the return because that's the thing. Like no one really knows what this guy is. Like, is he, no. I think he's, I think Philip Broberg is a good hockey player. He's got a lot of potential, obviously being an eighth overall pick, but the other's got a, a good embarrassment of riches on the left side. Nice. And he doesn't need to be around. But the worry thing is for me, it just from a selfish perspective mm-hmm. is 
what is your option if you get rid of a Broberg? Like, who's your seventh guy now? And I know you can just go and get guy someone from free agency, but they tried to do that last year with Ryan Murray, and he was shit. <laughs> so is it like is Nima Linen just a guy that hangs around there a little bit? You know what I mean? I'm not I mean, too like, worried point. about it. But if someone goes down, I'm like, okay, well at least we have Broberg. Yeah, or I just to me that just screams waiver pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Somewhere. that's true. You know, that's there's fair. always reasonable players that get sent through waivers earlier in the yep. season. Like, if you can get something on the right side, or just have a wide open hole mm-hmm. on the right wing, Broberg plus something to get you Taylor Hall. Oh, he's a left. Somewhere in his own. Yeah. When I think of trading Broberg and then potentially Yamamoto, and this opens another conversation, you have to start talking about like the Oilers scouting and development. Because now you've traded Paul Yarvey in 2016, the 2016 first round pick. Yamamoto is a first round pick. Broberg is a first round pick. Recently, the Oilers are just trading these, you know, first round picks that haven't really panned out. And it's like, I, I don't know. Is this a different conversation to have now? I don't Maybe. But at the same point, the, no. the, the first round picks that have been successful are just on the team. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. McDavid, Drysaddle, New Stuart Skinner, Bouchard. Like, There's like way McDavid. more. D- Dylan Holloway looks to be very promising. I, I think every team has the circumstances where yeah, first round picks yeah. just don't work out. And I th- or you gotta sometimes you gotta give to get sometimes for sure. I don't think Yamamoto is getting moved because he's a bad hockey player. He, he's getting moved because he can't yeah. afford him and needs someone better in that yep. position. If Yamamoto was a third line winger making. Even two and a half million, I think you would still be. Yeah, if he was making two, we're not having this call. It's just about yeah. who fits on your team right now, too. I, and, and I think the players that are coming through as well, like you look at like Tulio looks really good. Matvey Petra looks very good. Uh, Ryan Fanti got in a fight, had a goal and a shutout last yeah. season as a goal. Yeah. <laughs> so, McLeod. McCl- Ryan McLeod. Stuart Skinner. Like, yeah. It's been hit and miss, I feel. On that right wing, sticking with it. Might as well touch on Connor Brown. We're yeah. all talking about He's already it. in Edmonton Oilers. So. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Greger in his article, and I quote, boys, I'm hearing Connor Brown would consider a bonus laden contract to sign in Edmonton, especially if K- uh, Kyle Yamamoto is dealt or bought out. The right wing depth chart is wide open. Greger's guess, and this is just a guess, so keep that in mind, is he could see it coming in somewhere, if it happens, around $2 million bucks in base salary and $1 million in bonuses for games played, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and I think that's the only way the others can get it done. Is you, you can't go lower than two million. I don't think you can maybe go like one seven five because those bonuses roll into your cap next season. Yeah. And now I know it's the rumor is it's going to go up to ninety million, which would push it up seven. But also we thought it was going to go up like three million this yeah. season, and it's not. So you don't want to play with fire a little which is bit. Nuts! Well, it is crazy. The salary cap has gone up two million dollars in the four years Ken Holland has been GM. And, that is nuts. And Ken Holland has somehow managed to keep the band together. Yep. Somehow, somehow, and Figure and has been able to add the Hymans, the Canes, and get Nuge on a very reasonable deal. Like yep. obviously Campbell hasn't worked out yet, but it's not going to be as bad as this year because it seems There's, statistically impossible. No, <laughs> like, so. Yeah, Connor Brown, you, and you don't want to go too crazy on the bonuses, but you got to make it like worth it for him. And then from Connor Brown's perspective, like if the cap does go up that much money, 
you could probably get four million bucks from a multi-year deal if you have a really good right. season with the Oilers mm-hmm. as a minimum next season with the cap going up. And it probably won't be in Edmonton, unfortunately. But saying that, we all thought Tyson Berry was going to be a one and done player, and then he stuck around and signed a contract, and then yep. we got to his echo. And so. it's like also uh, you have insider Gene Principate uh, quote quoting oh, Luke Gazzik's video. This could be all happening just around the Connor. So yes, I mean Gene Principate <laughs> doesn't just you know toss things out like that. So. What does Gene but, know? Um, what does lot. Gene and then, know? Obviously, you have like your responses to Connor Brown like this is like so much hype on a guy who's always injured. But like, is he? Is he though? Frank like, alluded like his health's been pretty good. Like it has been. If you we walked through this on Oilers Nation Radio, and his health like last year, of course, he played mm. four games. No argument last year. Yeah, twenty twenty one, he got banged up a little bit, missed eighteen games. But before that. The 56 in 2021, that's just, that's how many games yep. they play. Yeah. 71 in 2019, 2020. Uh, that's just how many games they play. Mm-hmm. Then 82, 82, 82. So has he really been? I don't think he's an injury concern. Though. No, he's not. And like, it's sometimes like stuff just happens too. Yeah, like, exactly. What yeah. if he just got like, we don't know what those injuries are. I was just speculating. What if, for example, like he just took a, a shot off the glove, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's his hand and he's out for like two weeks. That's not something that's like he pulled a muscle. Like it's an unavoidable injury, and it's such a big difference between those different. It'd be things. like saying after last year that Evander Kane is injury prone because he got his arm stepped. <laughs> yeah, on. exactly. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's not like that. No, and then he broke a rib. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, what would be injury prone is someone like, unfortunately, Kylie Yamamoto, who now has this head neck injury that he can't shake off because it's yeah. a very bad injury. And he's like the thing I worry about with Kyler Yamamoto is he's just he's a small dude and a big man. Just a little league. guy. Just a little guy. And the way he plays, like he plays, he's feisty. He wants to yeah, get in the mix. And sure. I love that about him. But at the same yeah. time, that's hard on the, the body, man. Areas, but like you just said, BM, with his size, he just, he just can't. It is hard on the body. Yeah. Yep. But, like Frank Starvalli said, he, um, what this should never do last week. Like Connor Brown doesn't have a lot of wear and tear. Like he's been also improving his diet to play. Like, I don't know. And like, what, like, well, and, and you know, he's rehabbing to get back mm-hmm. and like come back in a career year, like a, a contract year, sorry to kind of show up. So I think coming yeah. to Edmonton is hugely enticing for a guy like him, right? Because yeah, he missed so many games last year. Come to Edmonton, have a career year, and then cash in the following season. Why would you say there's like so much hype about Connor Brown though? Like, well, why is all this hype? I just think if, it's a good if you're talk if you're talking to someone who's not an Oilers fan. Because they can afford him. He's a solid player. He's yeah. got 20 goals under his belt. He's good buddies with David. They play together in yeah. junior. There's a lot of ties there that just make sense. Great all, fit for the team. And he's also been the only player like legitimately linked with the Oilers since last offseason, since like Bob McKenzie tweeted something out. Like I don't think it's necessarily like fully about Connor Brown. It's like what Bagnog just said. It's like there's so many links to him. Like yeah. the, the thing what well, the Oilers literally tried to trade Fogel last summer so they could get the assets yeah. to get Connor Brown. He obviously gets that injury, which has kind of helped the Oilers in a massive way. And now they'll be able to afford him. Like, who knows what he could have done in Washington. Yeah. And now it just makes sense. He's an upgrade over Kyle Yamamoto. And that's what the Oilers are looking for on a better deal. Exactly. Does he make our team better? Yes. Okay. Let's move on. You know, I think he he comes in, he makes our team better from day one, from the preseason, from the regular season. So I want him here too. We like to get excited about players who were probably going to be Oilers for the most part. As like, we should. Yeah, yeah. we like, should. And that's why we're all Oilers fans. You know, last right? year, and that's why we love Silly Season. Last year, <laughs> we love the, silly season. the big name was Jack Campbell. We got hyped up about him. And then now, you know, here's Connor Brown. And before that was Zach Hyman's. Like, it's just how it is. The know? funny thing is just, to me, 
is there's not supposed to be any tampering of any kind at this point of the season. You're mm-hmm. not supposed to be able to talk to free agents until Saturday, <laughs> but then 10 minutes after it opens, you're going to have a very intricate contract yeah. with terms and deals and bonuses and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's amazing what you guys got done first thing this morning, boys. Nonsense. Saturday, July 1st. Canada it is Day. nonsense. We will all be here. Oodle Noodle will be sponsoring the Nation HQ War Room. Mm-hmm. We'll be here with some fresh content for mm-hmm. you. Just watch out for Nation Network all across, uh, just all week, really. Yeah, I just want to say it uh, for Nation HQ staff, it's going to be busy parking. You know, dog patches can be open. Saturdays are mm. always busy. So Thanks for the heads up. Well, this, know, my, this will be my first free and see frenzy with you guys. Looking forward to it's it. It's a good time. Last year was great because it wasn't on Canada Day. Last year was excellent <laughs> because it was the 13th of July. I guess. Yeah, that was a awesome. long weekend. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? Here's how I look at it. I like having a job in sports. Me too. And unfortunately, it's fucking way she goes. Yeah, no. It is, it is true. Because you know what? I'm looking around this room right now. None of us are wearing dress clothes. Nobody's got a fucking tie on. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Maybe I'll go to the Value Village by my house and grab something. Nice. I'll, I'll, like I'll be to. dressing up. I, I'll dress <laughs> up for Jesus today. You dressed up for tree deadline day this year, didn't you? you like a nice, nice little pol- collared shirt. Polo. Nice pants. Kind of like really how nice. Tyler looked it's, today on Oilers Nation every day. Tyler yes. looks like he should be clearing people's tables. <laughs> Maybe he is. Daily face off Tyler's look is it's serious. He's got the hair quaffed. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a different look. It is a different look. I can't like, get used to it. Then he gets an hour show and hats backwards. Got a blue Jays hoodie on. Yeah. Red shoes on. Dropping all the fucks that he wasn't yeah. allowed to say on yeah. Daily Face Off Live. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah. There you have it. For our friends at AMA Travel, Will Hawk Beef Jerky, and Betway. Little Monday episode of Real Life, even though nobody showed up but me. So thank you to Liam, to Gavin, and to Waz for sitting in. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We will be back on Thursday. Who's going to be here? I have no idea. <laughs> I will be here. I know I, Liam will be here because he's contractually obliged to be Tyler's producer when he is not here. Let's Until run it back. <laughs> we might have to, Was <laughs> We might have to. Until Thursday, I bid you adieu. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.